Hello, and welcome to the Art of Autism podcast. My name is Andy Boyd. My guest today in the program is the poet and memoirist Emily Grodin. Emily is the author, along with her mother, Valerie Gilpier, of the memoir, I Have Been Buried Under Years of Dust. Emily is non-speaking and uses an iPad to help her communicate, so that's the voice you'll hear on today's program. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hello, Emily. How are you doing today? I am great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk to you about your book. I really enjoyed uh, I really enjoyed getting to read your book. Thank you. I am excited to talk about it. What message are you hoping to communicate with your book? I think we really want the world to know that autism is here and we need to do better. Are there aspects of your autism that you really value? I do. I really think my autism has been my biggest motivation and the biggest push to be who I am. Wonderful. One thing I really loved about the book was getting to read some of your poetry. Would you like to read one of your poems for our uh, our, our audience to hear that? Sure. Heard. By Emily Faith Grodin, people on the streets who need their message to carry, whether peaceful or radical, whether silent or screaming, a voice is a voice, whether calm or desperate, and a message holds no meaning unless it is heard. Do we hear them? I ask you. I ask myself, because I know what it's like to not have a voice. When I was peaceful or radical, if I was silent or screaming, my voice was a voice, whether calm or desperate. And my message held no meaning unless I was heard. People on the streets, I want their message to carry because humans are peaceful until we become radical. When we are silenced, we scream. Our collective voice is a voice. When we are calm, when we are desperate, and our message holds no meaning until we are heard. Wonderful, Emily. Thank you so much for that. I I was very struck by the fact that one of the first sentences you typed with your device was I've been buried under years of dust, which is such a poetic sentence. Do you feel that your brain is somehow wired for poetry rather than for, uh, for, for prose or everyday language? I love how you ask that Andy, because yes, I do think that my brain naturally organizes words in a poetic way. I also follow you on Instagram and you're, you're very active on Instagram. Do you feel like that's another style of communicating that feels very natural to you? Like taking photographs? I am learning that does not come as easy, but have to share with the world. What are some of your most vivid memories from your childhood? I remember being with my parents a lot. They were my safe haven, but the emotion from childhood, I remember that a lot, very chaotic. Yeah. And it, in the book, it, it seems like your parents were very, um, very upset when they learned about your diagnosis. I think about back then in the in the 90s, there really wasn't much of a autism pride movement. Um, do you think your parents would have handled the news better if it had been presented in a more positive way? You know, I think that yes, maybe, but honestly, my mom would have still gone on to be the advocate she is. Time would not change that. Yeah. 
it's very clear in the book that your mom was trying to do everything she possibly could to, to help you. Um, do you have advice for other parents of autistic children? I think the best advice would be to go after any opportunity that you believe in for your child. Mm-hmm. Um, you did a version of ABA therapy, applied behavior analysis therapy, when you were young. What was that experience like for you? It was not great to be honest, felt misunderstood, so glad it ended. Now you're able to use your iPad to communicate, and that seems to have really helped a lot of other issues and frustrations in your life. What do you think, obviously you, 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 know, you got access to the device, but other than that, what do you think changed that made you feel like, okay, now I'm ready to communicate? I really think it was something at that moment I needed to process an event. It was like I just needed to say what I needed to say. Hmm. And you're a writer now. What did books mean to you as a child? I loved listening. They were comfort and routine. Um, What are some doors that facilitated communication has opened for you? I think being a student is one of my joys, but just getting to be part of society is huge for me. Yeah, that's wonderful. I think one of the things, one of the lessons I took from your book is that oftentimes people who aren't autistic think that accommodations for autistic people will make it harder for us to integrate with society. Whereas actually in your case, having access to facilitated communication has made it much easier for you to integrate with the rest of society. Would you say that's true? Absolutely. And we thrive that way too. Great. Um, What are some other misconceptions about autism that you want to educate people about? I just wish people would get away from the cookie cutter methods. I think we need to remember the individual. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Emily, what are some things in your life that bring you joy and, and happiness these days? I love traveling and finally getting to meet up with friends again. Mm, yeah, me too. Me too. Well, if you ever travel to New York, you'll have to let me know, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what are some of your hopes and dreams for the future? Yes. I want to get my degree, keep advocating, and write more. Well, I'll be I'll be eager to read what you write next. Emily, thanks so much for being on the program. It's been such a pleasure to get to talk with you. Thank you so much, Andy. Once again, that was Emily Groden, memoirist, poet, and co-author of I Have Been Buried Under Years of Dust. This is the final episode of Season 1 of the Art of Autism podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our interviews with a wide range of artists on the autism spectrum. If the show has been valuable to you, please share it with anybody who you think might be interested. Um, We don't know what the future will hold for this show, but we've had a really wonderful time creating this first season for you. Take care.